Hello and welcome to the latest edition of Pompey Talk. My name is Mark McMahon and joining me today to discuss all things Pompey is our Chief Sports Writer, Neil. Neil. Hello. You went to the game on Saturday away to Lincoln. Um, yeah, may as well ask, what, what was your assessment of the performance? Yeah, it was a... Um, obviously, Pompey should have won. It's purely because of the Colby Bishop opportunity on the 88th minute. Uh, we all saw at the time. How how did he miss that? When you see the replays, don't you? And it's a uh, it's a ball flicked on by Piggott and Bishop's running down the the left leftist channel, isn't he, of the penalty area? Um, it's so much time, isn't he? He's letting the ball bounce a couple of times. The keeper comes off the line, eleven, twelve yards out, and somehow he scooped it over the bar. And crowd and it was well over the bar. It was it was a dreadful miss. Not quite John Marquis esque against Charlton, um, which immediately springs to mind, doesn't it? But it, it was a horrendous miss and it, it should have been a Pompey win purely on that basis. The game actually only sparked to life really in the final ten minutes when Curtis had, had a chance and and, um, and then they Lincoln finally tested Macy with two shots from outside the box. Um, so Pompey could have won it at the death there, uh, which is obviously disappointing. But I will say this about, about Bishop. It, for me, he's had dreadful service all season. Sorry, for the majority of the season. What did I say all season? For the majority of the season, the service given him has not been good enough. You struggle to think of many times he's spurned opportunities and, and, and missed chances like, like Saturday. Um, I'm sure there's some great stats out there that show how effective he's been converting the chances he's been given. We, we know creativity, there, there remains problems, particularly out wide, where the wingers don't get enough assists, don't get enough goals. And if it wasn't for Colby Bishop, um, Pompey would be well, well lower than they are on the table, wouldn't they? Yeah. So he's basically carried Pompey's attacking threat this season. Um, so I think let's, let's, let's give him this one and uh, move on and he'll just convert the next one, won't he? I think like a lot of people have said, if you give Colby Bishop the chance, he will score, and the, the service has always been the problem throughout the season. Like so, it was very much out of character for him. And as you, I think you said after the game, he immediately apologised to his teammates afterwards in the dressing room. Yeah, that's what um, John Messino said. Yeah, he, he apologised, and um, but I, I did see some people criticising him in social media, and and, and it, it was a miss. It was a bad miss. We all know that, but. Let's look at him in the bigger picture. He's, he's been a really good signing for Pompey, hasn't he? Uh, an upgrade on previous strikers we've seen, the likes of uh, Harrison and Marquis and people like that. He, he's a far better player than they are. His all-round game's better. He can score goals. He can hold the ball up. He can bring others into play. His work rate's phenomenal. Um, and if, if there are people capable of giving him more opportunities for the goal, he will get more goals. And you'd have to imagine he'll get the 20 goals anyway this season. Yeah, yeah. The first player to do that since Brett Pittman. So um, I, I would give him a pass for this one, but uh, we all know it's a poor, poor miss. Yeah, definitely. Um, something you've already touched on that you said Pompey could have won in the last 10 minutes. This seems to be like a, a bit of a, a theme under Joe Messino at the minute. We had it at Plymouth, we had it at Peterborough. They had a late winner against Burton and then Saturday again. They've left it to the last couple of minutes to start. Is that something that Pompey need to sort of address quickly? Because they, they seem to be creating chances in those in those early spells. For start, Messino's um Messino won't come out and, and say it's down to his substitutions. <laughs> He's too modest for that. 
but you, you can say that, can't you? The substitutions have worked. They've been effective. Yeah. You could also argue that there's talent on the bench as well to, yeah, yeah. to, to render those situations so effective. So that's definitely in the consideration, isn't it? Um, fitness. For me, um, Pompey were extremely fit under Danny Cowley. Um, I've spoken to players in the past as well who criticise the fitness under Kenny Jacket. I think it's gone the other way with Cowley. Cowley, if anything, was brutal on the players sometimes in terms of fitness. So, but it, it's a fit, fit squad. I mean, we've all, thankfully we've not had the lazy accusations by an incoming manager. Whenever a manager goes into a football club, they normally use the lazy cliche: yeah. "This side's not fit enough." Messina has not said that. All credit for him, but there's no reason for him to say that. they are really fit. And um, uh, perhaps it just shows the fitness of the squad as well. They they, they finished late on. It's a funny one, isn't it? Because Rico's come on twice and affected things positively and been really, really good. And Saturday, there were a few moments, but not enough, which sums up his career, doesn't it, at Pompey? Yeah. Um, so he's he trying to get them to produce. Piggott has been in and out, hasn't he, really? Not started enough games, but not done enough for me. But like Fleetwood, he made an impact in the on Saturday. So these players have got to not merely do impacts off the bench. They need to produce something consistent when they are called upon in the first team. Um, and the manager somehow has got, got to unlock that, hasn't he? Because there's got to be talent there to do that. Yeah, but also, yeah. let's not forget, it was his substitutions. Yeah. Um, how did Pompey fare without Marlon Pack? And, and what sort of board is he going to leave there in the sense of the Pompey McFoon? Yeah, I've been reading some people's quite detrimental to Pack. I, I, I don't get that because Pack is, is excellent at what he does. That sitting player, uh, which has been sitting, especially the Messino, sitting a little bit deeper, which Morel did on, on Saturday, actually. Um, his work rate, he's so intelligent on the ball. Um, he's a natural leader. I think it's been superb this year, Marlon Pack. Um, he started off so well and there was a lull at one point as well, wasn't there? Heading towards Christmas. Yeah. He's been in and out the side with injuries at times. But he, I think he's been excellent and without doubt, Pompey will miss him. Yeah. Um, for me, he's a better player than Tony Cliff. So, they will miss him. That's simple as that. Um, but I would, I would say Morel has been absolutely outstanding since coming back from the World Cup. So consistent every game and they've still got him and they've got Lowry and, and Mingi to come. So, and Louis Thompson, of course. I think what we said at the start of the season, Pompey's strongest department was the centre of midfield. Yeah. And that's still the case. It is. So they can use utilise other players to uh, to replace Pat. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm being distracted by your house phone going and, and wondering who has a house phone these days, <laughs> but you clearly do. Uh, it's um, always cold calls, always cold calls as always well. Cold calls. Asking me if I've got a driveway and things like that. <laughs> well, like, like Pompey's midfield, like there's many reasons why this season has gone south, unfortunately, but it's, it's hard to look beyond that. The midfield problems Pompey have had all season, they just have never had a settled two or three in the middle of the park that can allow Pompey to build momentum, haven't it? I, I think it's more than that. It's just I think for wing, from the wingers haven't done enough. Mm -hmm. I think you can play three in midfield or or two in midfield a lot of the time. Um, they've had wing backs as well that, that, that not affected them enough positively. 
Um, it's just creativity from wide positions has been really, really poor for Pompey this season through a number of players. Yeah. Uh, so I wouldn't sort of focus on the centre of midfield. Um, the, the, the shocking stat in the league, nobody's scored more than four goals apart from Bishop. Yeah, that's ridiculous. So uh, there's got to be a lot of responsibility there for, for the attacking players. Um, Dale, you know, incredible work rate and an effort, and he's got the skill and he looks great. He needs more end product. He knows that. Curtis has been in and out in different positions and he, he made a good impact on Saturday, but he's better on the left. Let's use him on the left. Rico's been in and out. Kiroma was a waste of time apart from his opening few games. Um, uh, Jacob's had injuries. They need more from their wingers, I'm afraid. Yeah. No, it's definitely it's definitely a flaw that you can certainly level at them and, and even beyond this season. Like Pompey's, like Joe Marcus, we've got Ellis Harrison just for strikers. There's never been anybody there to help supply supply those with goals and all that they're too like. But, but the one thing Kenny Jacket did very well was get the best out of wingers. Mm-hmm. Curtis um, and uh, Lowe, especially spring to mind. His wingers became goal-scoring, creative wingers, didn't they? Wingers seem to thrive in that system. Yeah. Um, it's never happened for Danny Cowley. Curtis has gone backwards considerably since Cowley came in. Um, obviously, low went as well. Um, so they've, they've never managed to recreate that, have they? Uh, Ryan Williams is here a couple of years and another one. Awesome. So much energy, effort, endeavour. But again, there were questions over his end product, wasn't there? Yeah. Uh, and Marcus Harness did well for Kenny Jackett. And also did well for for um, uh, for Cowley, and in fact got better with his goal scoring as well. So he's another one that the last probably proper one really. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, they they they've been miss, missing that from the wings for so long. Yeah, and and like Owen Deal has looked so promising all season, and I think we were discussing earlier if he if he was to add a couple of goals and assists to his games, there'd be no question he'd be potentially at this moment Pompey's player of the season, like. But it's one key area of his game that has sort of way let him down this season, isn't it? Yeah, and he knows that and John Messina has talked about that. Dale's talked about himself, hasn't he? Being very honest and open saying his figures aren't enough. You could never criticise him for effort, endeavour, work rate. It looks like he's got everything. He fits the bill, doesn't he? He's just buzzing around, his skills, he's got everything, but it's just that end product. But we did see against Burton in particular, he did put some better balls into the box, a number of balls into the box, which we haven't seen for a while. So um, hopefully it will click for him because he's got everything else. And um, um, yeah, you want him to succeed because he's such a likeable player, a likeable lad. Um, and, I, and I really do like the fact that despite being a lone player, he's put everything into this, heart and soul. Yeah. And there's been lone players in the past, in the past year, we've not seen that from. Yeah, I think that Burton game also demonstrated like he had a shot in the second half and instead of hitting it in the net, he, he stuck it straight into the front now, which was another frustrating um, sight to see. But th- just going back to the midfield, you've mentioned Mingy, you've mentioned Laurie there, who, who are on their way back for Pompey, but like at the same time too, we can't expect too much from those two in particular. Burn in mind the length of time they'll be out for. They're going to be rusty, a bit like Louis Thompson again, who you mentioned. They're going to need a run of games to actually start fulfilling the potential we've seen earlier on in the season. Yeah, of course. You need patience. 
Lowry's been out longer than somebody with a broken leg, which is, that's, that's, it sounds ridiculous, but that's true. Yeah. Um, and he's broken down several times and so they've been very careful with him. Um, you know, Mingus hasn't got an injury. It, it takes time. I, I know it's an obvious thing to say, but some people seem to forget that. You, you know, Louis Thompson was rusty against Peterborough. That's fair enough. That you, don't blame, you can't blame him at all. Yeah. Um, uh, it's going to take time for him to, to come back and get the speed. And of course, Lowry's as ever has become a better player the longer he's been out of team, uh, which happens happens in football, doesn't it? Um, you know, even players. I'm not talking about him, but even players we've seen that have been awful and dropped suddenly become better, and everyone wants them back in. Um, so, no doubt, he was a huge, huge influence on Pompey at the start of the season. No doubt, they've missed him. Uh, he brings something incredibly different to the midfield options, but it's going to take him time. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, that's a bit of patience. Don't expect too much too soon. Yeah. Um, in terms of expectations, is the playoffs now completely gone? What can't be? I didn't, have that, I didn't have that expectation anyway. I think I wrote at the start of January that with this squad, I think my headline was this, this squad, they could forget about the, the yeah. playoffs. And yeah. that was before Coroma left um, and, and Griffiths left. And it was. It, it, Really, that long spell under Cowley sort of finished them, and um, yeah. probably had a phenomenal end of the season last year, didn't they? Um, last second half of the year after January finished, really strong end of the season, uh, and they still finished tenth. Yeah, they're, they're they're too far away. And also, when I asked Andy Cullen about what's the situation, are you looking for the playoffs? Now your major manager appointment. They weren't putting any pressure on the manager, sorry, the head coach. They have not said it's, you know, playoffs or bust this season. They're just going to give him time. And, mm. um, yeah, they're, 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 there's not that expectation. I don't think anyone seriously believes it. And Pompey are, was it 14 points behind, is it now? Behind Barnsley, yeah, yeah. And the, the, the games in hand have been whittled away. Um, we've seen, they've, they've, they've played uh, Barnsley and Plymouth in recent weeks, haven't they? And um, and and Bolton as well, and they've all got better teams than Pompey. That's that's how it is. Yeah. Um. So. And Pompey do have the likes of Barnsley to play, Bolton to play, like clubs that are that they may be previously considered. We have to beat them within reach, but Pompey have only beaten one. I think it's Peterborough, one of the teams in the top nine above them, like all season, like so. They have they have to beat them, don't they? And uh, Bolton cruised to a three 0 win. Last yeah. night, uh, their place. It, they sauntered. It was so easy. They didn't even play particularly well. They didn't have to. They didn't have to change gears particularly high. It was just so easy for them. Yeah. And um, and Pompey lost that three 0 So um, they're not there. Simple as that. I'm sorry. That's that's that, that's how it is. Do you get this? Do you get the feeling right in the Pompey camp that it's a season they just want to write off and start thinking about the future? Or no, I don't. I don't, I, don't anyone, I don't think anyone would publicly say that's it it's game over but it's just just looking at the reality we all can see that we will look at our, our eyes and um um they've still got issues creatively um this is still not their strongest midfield um there's just questions around the pitch aren't they you know um left back what's going on there denver hume um what wasn't even in the squad on saturday he was 19th man and um so there's there's so many things there, isn't it? Plays out of contract in the summer. So uh, uh, here we are again, another overhaul, but it's a it's a necessary overhaul. 
because they're not good enough for the playoffs. We've seen that this season, haven't we? So, um, you know, move on, get players in who are. What's your thoughts then on those players who are out of contact? I think we calculated 15 senior first-team players, if you count Jaden Reid and the Lonies. What's your thoughts on Pompey moving forward with those? Do you think there's anybody in that there list that could potentially be here next season? Um, yeah, they've got... The... They've got to look at that. And they, I mean, that 15 includes the kids, isn't it? So Bridgman, Jewett White, Gifford. Um, so that, that that includes them, doesn't it? So um, yeah, it's it's Oluwemi. You'd imagine we'll get a new deal and deservedly so because he's shown glimpses, isn't he? Uh, Freeman will go. Um, what do you do about Thompson, Jacobs, and their injury problems? Do you keep them around? Clark Robertson has had injury problems. Uh, Ogilvy is a no-brainer. You've got him signing to keep him. Curtis, um, uh, it'll be interesting to see how he, strongly he finishes the season. But I've, I've, I've said for a long time, I think it's best for, I think it's best just give him a fresh start, really. For, 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 I think Ronan needs it. He's been here a long time. Yeah. He's stalled in recent times. Um, they'll be takers for him, won't they? Just, I just think for the lad, he needs a fresh start and Pompey needs to move on as well. So that's my opinion. I'm not saying it will happen, but I just honestly think the lad needs a fresh start. So there, there, there's, there's plenty to go through there. Tony Cliff, what do you do about him? Um, there's there's room to, to reorganise the squad, isn't there? But there's also a, a crux of players there that are very much the future for the football club. Yeah, it's just you said the word overhaul yourself there. Last week on Pompey Talk, um, our young colleague Pep Elias, he sort of I said, no, we don't need a, an overhaul. We've still got good players there. We just need a few tweaks. Maybe he didn't put a number on it, like, but it, it, it sparked a bit of debate online amongst Pompey fans. But are you very much of the, of the scenario where Pompey do need to just clear the decks a, a good bit and, and start afresh completely? I wouldn't say clear the decks and start as fresh because they've got a good core there. But they need a goalkeeper. They need to start what they do in the left back. They need at least one centre half. Right back's fine. Uh, potentially, potentially Thompson, Tunney Cliffs could go in the summer. Uh, Mingi could go as a free agent. Couldn't he? Probably going to tie in down. So you might need into three midfielders there, couldn't you? They've got to sort out the wing options. Um, They've got to sort out the central striking options because Pickett would go, Scarlett would go. Actually, that's quite a lot of players, isn't it? Not really, there. when you think about it. But yeah, so uh, there's, there's, there's a lot. There's there's work to do there, isn't there? Yeah, you mentioned one player in particular, but Jane Mengi. Is is there a real danger that he could actually leave Pompey? Burn in mind, it's with Pompey that he's actually starting to form his reputation, and a lot of Pompey fans would actually be disappointed if that was the case, wouldn't it? He's had a, it's been a breakthrough season, been really impressive, hasn't he? Uh, unfortunately, England injured at the wrong time, otherwise we're seeing more of him, uh, which has opened the door for, for Tony Cliff. He's benefited from that and he, he's yeah. come back well, Tony Cliff, hasn't he? Um, uh, Pompey would be, Pompey wanted to keep him, have often a new deal, they'll get compensation, but he's only been at the club two years, so I don't know how much it'll be. Uh, they, they want to keep him, he's been linked with West Brom, so we'll see how that develops, but uh, it'll be disappointing if he does go, but Again, it's a player's decision. You can't force players to stay at football clubs, yeah. no matter how much you want it. Uh, I was speaking to Michael Doyle about Ender Stevens, funny enough, um, at the game on, on Saturday. And uh, M- Michael was saying, you know, it's a shame he couldn't keep the Pompey squad together to go again in League One. Mm-hmm. But he admits, he, he thinks Ender was always going to go. You know, If Pompey have offered him something in January, 
it might have been different. But um, but Ender was going to go at the end of the season. His stock had risen. He was superb, wasn't he? Player of the year as well. Uh, you can't force players to sign new contracts. So don't have a go at owners. Don't go out of the go at the manager. It's down to the players. If, player, if, if for example, West Brom is accurate and he goes there, they're in the championship. They've got more money. What can you do? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll see how that one pans out, really. But would he get the games at uh, West Brom that he may get at Pompey? That's yeah. what the player and his representative has to, have to consider. Yeah, it'd be disappointing. Burn him in. He fits the bill for Pompey. He's aggressive. He plays on the front foot. He's pacey. He's energetic. He's everything Pompey actually wants in a player moving forward. Like so, so for him to be one of those ones with a question mark over his future would be very disappointing for all concerned, no doubt. Yeah, um, but that, that that's his own question mark, isn't it? The, the club, the club have publicly and privately said they want to keep him. They've offered him a, a, a new deal. No doubt he's not on a lot at all because. He's selling his first deal because the option was activated. So he'll be one of the lowest paid in the squad, I would imagine. Um, so, yeah, it's up to the player about what he wants. And um, and down to negotiation, you can't, as I say, you can't predict how the negotiations are going to go. So we'll see. But uh, we all would like him to stay because I think he's a really, really exciting young player. Yeah, definitely. OK, well, we'll leave it at that then. Um, thank you for your time as always, Neil. Some great insight there. And thank you all for watching and listening. Um, we'll be back soon, um, hopefully celebrating a Pompey victory against Cheltenham at the weekend. Until then, thank you all again and goodbye. Thank you for listening. And don't forget to subscribe to the Portsmouth News website for everything you need to know about Pompey.